Hey, you big bag of boners. Welcome to another episode of Just a Tad. On the DTF Podcast, I am Sam Norton, your illustrious host and holy man of the cult of comedy. That came off my tongue way better than I thought it was going to. And you're a listener. What's up? What's up, you big you big butt munchers? Um... Uh, it's it's good to it's good to be back. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode. We're cooking with gas. This is a little nice little dabity dab of comedy <laughs> before we bring you another full episode of the DTF podcast. As you know, um, today is uh, I, when we will release this. Will be St. Patrick's Day, huh? Top of the morning to you, pot of gold, all that bullshit. Uh, it's not the best. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, I weekend I have ever had, uh, with this goddamn, uh, apocalypse going on, but hey, I'm in my basement, I have a basement now, that's cool, I got a baseball bat, uh, I'm gonna go out and get some whiskey and get drunk while my daughter is at, uh, daycare, so that, that'll be good, right? We'll do that. Uh, but... With all that being said, I still want to celebrate St. Patrick's Day because I myself am of Irish stock. Uh, I am American, so I understand that anybody that is not from America goes, You're fucking American. You're not Irish. I've heard that so many fucking times called plastic patties. How about you suck my plastic dildo of a dick? Uh, it's not my fault that my fan. That's like. Every time, it's not like this. Hey, hey, could I be any more? Hey, you know, the Irish were slaves, too. That's basically where I was going to go with this. The point still remains, okay? Uh, In America, we are such a melting pot. A lot of people against their, uh, uh, you know, against their will, their family's will. You know, you want to try to keep some culture that, uh, you know, you claim the immigration, or you claim the, uh, you know, the the ancestry, once you're fully integrated, right? Like, fucking, you know, Portuguese people aren't going like, ah, we're Portuguese, they're going, ah, we're full white, you know, we just came over here, uh, but, you know, once you finally get integrated, you want to claim that culture, like, Italians still do it, uh, I, I guarantee that if everybody called, uh, like, every Asian person Chinese, that, uh, you know, Japanese people would be like, oh, I'm Japanese. And it's like, nah, dude, you're you're just American. I'm like, well, okay. Um, also not a good example because they were thrown at... Listen, I'm trying to make a point here, and it's about race and my ethnicity, uh, and it's, it's really not going well. I, I should just... You know what? Happy St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> everybody. Anyways, we're, I want to celebrate Irish comedians. Um... I, uh, I, you know, coming from Irish stock, I can't help but relate to uh, a, a lot of comedians when they start talking about, maybe not, I like, that's the thing, Irish uh, culture is, is one thing, Irish nationality is another, so when I hear Irish comedians, like I live in Toronto now, I, I know and have befriended, uh, like, Irish national uh comedians and when they talk about uh you know their country i don't know what the fuck they're talking about but whenever they start talking about their culture and how they grew up there's just similarities that get passed down uh with anybody who grows up uh with some remnants of their culture ethnicity right if it gets washed out 
you know, I know a lot of people, especially growing up in Kansas, wasn't a big St. Patrick's Day celebration. It was like me because my uncle owned a, you know, a, a kilt uh, making factory on the East Coast and was in a Celtic rock band. Like it was basically me celebrating and everybody going like, "Why are you wearing a kilt? That's Scottish." And it's like, okay, well, there's a whole kind of celebration around this. I'm really celebrating my family. Like there was just a lot going on. Uh, so I'm going off on fucking tangents. The point I'm trying to make is that I think, uh, Irish comedians, culturally Irish comedians are some of the best, some of the best in the world. Um, and today I kind of want to just dive into why that's maybe a thing. Like in my mind, if you were to like, if, if you were to pit each ethnicity against each other of like, who's the funniest culturally, um, you know, I, th- I think easily everybody would say probably Jewish people. Um, we kind of delved into that with the, uh, Lenny Bruce episode. Feel free to go back and listen to that one. I think that was maybe eight, uh, episode, uh, DTF number eight. Uh, yeah, Jewish people for whatever reason, uh, you know, I'm talking in generalities here, but for whatever reason, J- Jewish people are just, uh, very funny. I would like to understand it, but I didn't grow up that way, so it's hard for me to, you know, fucking dive into it. I can make estimated guesses. Uh, I I think that comedy comes out of tragedy a lot of times as a defense mechanism, right? And, uh, I mean, who's had more... uh, (laughs) more tragedy bestowed upon them than Jewish people? You may argue, you know, black people in America, or just black people in general, but black people in America particularly, and then that's who I would put at number two, right? Go Jewish people, then black people. And then third... If I may be so, uh, uh, you know, I think, I think I'm being modest, right? Doing the, the real Irish thing of bragging through modesty, uh, <laughs> having low but high self-esteem at the same time. Uh, like, hey, I'm not any better than you are, but go fuck yourself. Like, still having an air of superiority even though you're, you ain't shit. Um, I would say I, the, the groups of Irish uh, will give you... Uh, the funniest people. I have a. I made a fucking list, right? Because I was thinking about this tonight and going like, all right, how many comedians are out there that really are uh, of Irish heritage? And holy shit, it was a lot, way more than I thought. Like, th- there are some of the ones that you go, oh, yeah, okay. So like George Carlin, Bill Burr, um, Conan O'Brien, right? And then I'm gonna shoot through this. So it's uh, Robin Williams, Dennis Leary. Uh, Colin Quinn, Jimmy Fallon, Jim Norton, Stephen Colbert, Jim Carrey, Martin Short, Tommy Tiernan, Dennis Leary, and the list. Oh, Dylan Moran. I said Dennis Leary twice. Uh, the fuck it. The list goes on and on. All right. I think I think you guys get the point. There's a fuckload of high echelon, super funny people, and that's not even naming uh, some of my you know personal favorites that I, I I like to listen to. But the the point is, I think. Uh, I, I want to get into why I think there's a, there's a through line of hilarious comedians. Now, before we do that, let's actually listen to just some good fucking comedy from comedians doing, uh, I don't know, jokes about Irish, you know, keep it on, keep it on brand. Huh? Let's talk about the fucking Irish from people who, uh, you know, were forced to live in a different country other than Ireland or maybe, you know, 
from Ireland themselves. You know what I'm talking about. Let's listen. We'll come right back. I know one thing, though. You know, pot is not like alcohol. Alcohol changes your mood sometimes. Like, go to a bar at happy hour and see some just happy motherfuckers there. <laughs> see those guys going, hey, fuck you, my man. Hey, hey, listen to me. Listen to me, you piece of shit. Listen, you do not know shit about fuck, my man. You want a piece of yourself? Hmm? Step outside, I'll kick my ass. Come on. I've already shit myself, I'm halfway there. Come on. Come on, you fucker. And some people know you've got to, you can deal with it genetically. You know if you're Irish, you've got a running start that you can do it better than we are. You know that because if you're Irish, you know, you'll kick my ass, but then you'll fucking sing about it afterwards. <laughs> oh, that night you said my wife was fat. I knocked you down and shit in your hat. Away the time we go, away, coming away for real. Moving the time, my lawyer. And then you keep drinking till you're in your 80s and you're on a dialysis machine doing liver dance and Michael Flatline. Oh, thank you very much for that wonderful round of applause. Uh, a few words of warning about the show, I suppose, just to get us started in America. There'll be lots of cursing. There'll be lots of fuck you, fuck this, fuck that, fuck off. Who the fuck, when the fuck you fucking fuck are you? <laughs> fuck off. Now, there's a reason I curse so much. Uh, it's not to do with the lack of vocabulary. It's because I am an Irish person. I'm an Irish person speaking the English language. And the English language doesn't suit my soul. I should be speaking the Irish language, but I don't understand a fucking word of it. So I'm here. I, am, I, have, I have been condemned to speak in another man's tongue. And we're all hoping for something a bit different to happen tonight, aren't we? We're hoping for some kind of elevation some kind of a connection between the performer and the audience that lifts us out of the mundane, that rises us up mightily up into the stars. But the only way of doing that is through words. And the English language is all fucking grammar and rules. And the Irish soul is a much more fluid thing like that. The English language is like a brick wall between me and you. And fuck is my chisel. And you see, I've never understood national pride, I've never understood ethnic pride, because uh, I'm Irish, and I'm all four of my grandparents were born in Ireland, so I'm fully Irish, and when I was a kid, I would go to the St. Patrick's Day Parade, and I noticed that they sold a button that said, proud to be Irish, and I could never understand that, because I knew that on Columbus Day, they sold a different button that said, proud to be Italian, then came black pride and Puerto Rican pride, and I could never understand ethnic or national pride, because to me, pride should be reserved for something you achieve or attain on your own, not something that happens by accident of birth. Being Irish... <laughs> Being Irish isn't a skill. It's a fucking genetic accident. You wouldn't say I'm proud to be 5'11". I'm proud to have a predisposition for colon cancer. 
So why the fuck would you be proud to be Irish or proud to be Italian or American or anything? If, hey, if you're happy with it, that's fine. Do that. Put that on your car. Happy to be an American. Be happy. Don't be proud. Too much pride as it is. Pride goeth before a fall. Never forget Proverbs, okay? Now. Yay! <laughs> that was Robin Williams, Tommy Tiernan, and fucking George Carlin. And I am happy to be Irish. Isn't that fun? I'm talking about Irish pride and George Carlin shits all over my dreams. But I, I'm, you know what, I'm, before anything, I'm proud to be a fucking comedian because I've done this my goddamn self, motherfuckers. And I'm still in obscurity, but I'm doing it myself. So that's cool. Uh, uh, yeah, all three great, right? Uh, all like George Carlin's more like highfalutin, but Tommy Tiernan and, and Robin Williams come from what I think a lot of people think about quote unquote Irish comedians, uh, like storytellers. And I think that may, like, I, 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 I don't know. So I, I pondered on this quite a bit of, like, I've heard that uh, idea before that, like, oh, Irish comedians are really good storytellers, right? Like, that's, that's the bread and butter. And if I do say so myself, that's mainly my deal, too, in my act is a lot of uh, kind of story-esque shit. And there is, there is a precedence for that uh, of... A, you know, a cultural tradition of like telling stories and being—I mean, fuck—the the whole thing of uh, you know, w- whenever the Irish came over to uh, America, right? You just became a cop or a politician. Uh, I got to be honest; I have, in my family at least, we really have nothing. Uh, like my dad's a politician. Everybody else is like a, a civic worker in some facet or another. Uh, and then I tell dick stories on stage. So there's there's a little bit of that stereotype. Uh, so maybe that gets passed down and just everybody being like my dad's really fucking gregarious, right? He's a politician. That's what he does. But even before that, he was like a, a manager at a Target, right? He just has that like never never met a stranger type of attitude and because of that he just tells stories all the fucking time uh so much so that like whenever me and my mom would hang out we would see him go like if if someone gave him a nice lead-in they're like oh it looks like the boys here huh you guys going out to get hot dogs and it's like well i know the hot dog story's coming or so like the one i'm thinking of is a story about my brother uh losing his trombone or some shit like that like anytime someone would be like oh yeah little timmy's in the band right now my dad's eyes would light up and be like i'm about to fucking crush this set and me and my mom would be like yeah we've heard this one a thousand times we go check out uh, see, there you go. I told you a st- So maybe it's not full of shit. Um, but I've also met a lot of, uh, <laughs> Irish, uh, comedians that are, um, you know, one-liner comics or just dull as fuck. They don't tell a lot of stories, don't have a lot of, uh, oh, huge personality behind it. But I, I was thinking, uh, so maybe not the stories, right? That might be part of it, uh, as a thing that gets passed down in general, uh, culturally, but I, I have noticed, um, and this may be a uh, bias that I'm only seeing uh, my own theory uh, instead of seeing uh, or seeing the things that go against it, the uh, confirmation bias. Uh, but 
I think before uh, Irish comedians, where their humor comes from before stories, I really honestly think it is like wit uh, slash like sarcasm slash like kind of in- insult humor or I don't know, like devil's advocate is the best way I can think of it. Like because where where like sarcasm and shit uh, like meaning like and, and I'm only coming from my own family, but. I and I, I think that's where it comes from is from it like I come from a fairly big family there's uh seven people in my immediate family right and we would sit down around kitchen table and none of us would really tell stories right stories is for people that like will give you the time of day and listen to you, you when you got a family and you're around each other all the time and can find space nobody's going to let you sit there and fucking weave a tale you know, unless you're unless you're killing it, right? Unless you're telling something that everybody wants to hear, but that's really hard. But what's what's easier to do, huh? Is you you take pot shots at each other. You say sarcastic quips, right? Someone maybe starts in at a story, and before they can even get going, you're like, "Oh, is this gonna take long?" Because uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love. Listen, I'm not saying the Irish are good at improv because that improv was fucking terrible in this made-up scenario i'm like hey you know guys i got a lot of wit and sarcasm and then i'm i'm in a safe space i'm i'm in my basement by myself everybody's asleep upstairs i could have said anything just to say something funny and i fucking blanked what a chode i am Ugh. oh why thank you for listening but why the fuck oh god damn it what a what a dumb idiot i am Anyways, my point's still there, all right? I'm still, I'm going to fucking stick by this. <laughs> as much of an asshole I am, I'm going to stick by that, like, I think I think that's where the bread and butter of the humor is, is, uh, I'm, and I come from Irish Protestant, uh, but, uh, you know, Catholicism, from my understanding, right? Like, my best friend, Zach, he's from a big Irish, Amer- Irish Catholic family. And a big reason we get along is because we're both sarcastic pricks. Like our <laughs> our whole uh, friendship from like the age of fucking eight has just been either you know quipping at each other or making fun of other people. Like uh, that's that's the whole deal, man. And so I, I really feel like there's a through light because like every comedian. Uh, every comedian in general is, uh, you know, sarcastic or has that type of wit, but like every, uh, Irish, like culturally Irish comedian I've met has that, uh, more towards the forefront, right? Like as a, as a chef would say, uh, it's, it's, it's towards the front of the palate, right? I don't even know if that's what they say, but it's, it's, it's sarcasm forward, I think is a more accurate chef term. Right when you when you taste an Irish comedian, you can the first thing and the most uh, heavily spiced thing. I think it's the sarcasm and the wit. Um, and you know, when I, whenever I talk with other comedians, and again, all very general, but other comedians, if uh, and, and this was never more apparent than when I moved up to Canada, because in general, Canadians, uh, you know are much more, uh, I don't want to say sensitive, but not geared for that, uh, 
uh, sense of camaraderie, right? There's not a like at least here in Toronto, it, the, there's not a whole lot of comedians that uh, do a lot of uh, you know repartee uh, and the you know kind of a, a rapier's wit, that type of uh, verbal darting and 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 battling between each other with uh, with insults and stuff. Whereas when I was in Chicago, a good uh, a good many of my friends uh, had that as a part a, part of the culture, part of their be- being, and it reflected in their comedy too. And I think I think a lot of uh, the comedians on my list here have that in common. No matter who uh, who it is on, like I'm going down the list, and I can't think of anybody that do- maybe maybe Jim- Jimmy Fallon might be the only you know, fucking bubbly, <laughs> bubbly, twinkly-eyed motherfucker on here. Um, and and I, I wonder, because I know, like, Conan O'Brien, uh, Stephen Colbert, Martin Short, uh, all of these comedians came from a, uh, a bigger family, so I wonder if that's part of it. But, uh, I mean, another more general thing... I think of is all right I'm gonna really pull from this but I think much like Jewish people and uh black people African-American specifically uh when you use that as a defense mechanism right as a just a group just a group of people using that as a defense mechanism I think that's what it is is when when you can't physically fight a bully really the only um weapon you have is to say go fuck yourself right but here's the thing with a bully if you say go fuck yourself in that way then they're gonna beat the fuck out of you again however uh there's this weird dance that if you say go fuck yourself in a clever enough or funny enough way that's where you can get that off your chest emotionally and then still uh, not get the shit kicked out of you. And I think maybe that's where the maybe the cultural pulling down of sarcasm comes from is uh, an oppression from somebody else. Like if it's an oppression from within, like Germans and Russians aren't known for their... Uh, <laughs> for their sarcasm and wit uh it's mainly being dead inside and their like self-loathing is more uh and i think japanese in that way too again these are all awful stereotypes but i'm talking in generalities it's saint patrick's day i'm drunk right uh i i think i think when you have you have an oppressed people from an outside source like a colonizing source or just an outside source you use a kind of a judo move which is sarcasm to fight it and the only reason i say that is just because being the youngest of fucking five kids right uh the seven is five kids plus my mom and my dad but i'm the youngest of five kids my oldest or my closest sibling is like eight or nine years older than me so everybody was so much fucking bigger than me and i tried to fight my brothers used to call me psycho sam because i'd always want to fucking fight them because they'd pick on me all the time and in their head it was just cute but in my head it was like dude i I, like like 
you could just hold me down and spit in my mouth whenever you want. And they did. Like, I remember my brother held me down while my sister farted in my face. I turned over and threw up. It was the funniest thing to them. But for me, I'm like, well, cool. So now I have it in my head that anytime you guys want to just fart in my face and give me fucking pink eye, you could do it. Right? So this is where I'm going with this. So when there's a bigger, when there's a, 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 power you can't fight against physically you find a way to backdoor that which i think is sarcasm and my whole family kind of did that right like my mom and dad uh we basically we would get in trouble if we said hey go shut your fucking mouth but if we said it in a sarcastic funny witty way that i cannot improv right now because i already tried to do it right so if you if if you tried to pick on your bully at the dinner table, you'd get away with it because the powers that be, my mom and dad would laugh and go, oh, that was harmless, even though we were basically underlined saying, go fuck yourself. So I think, I, so in, in my estimation, I think that is the common thread just from my own personal um, experience because every comedian of uh, Irish stock that I've, I've enjoyed just on a, like a purely like nostalgic or um uh relatable note that's i think what i gravitate gravitate towards emotionally is that kind of uh that sarcasm and wit that defensiveness against vulnerability right there's a lot of there's a lot of comedians that'll lean into like you know i cry all the time or i'm going to therapy or or, uh i don't know they just talk about some really deep stuff and very sensitive or uh uh, vulnerable topics and i'm not saying that irish comics or all irish comics do this but i i do find that there is a more prevalent idea that if you are going to be that vulnerable, you gotta, you know, be sarcastic. You gotta make fun of yourself or the thing. You got, you gotta deflate. You gotta deflate it before it explodes, uh, type of thing. And I think that's what I relate with. I think more often with more. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a there's a guy in Chicago who I still think is one of the greatest comedians I've ever seen. His name's Sean Flannery. Uh, please look him up. Uh, he's very very funny. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, He's one of the best storytellers I've ever met in my life, ever seen in comedy, right? And I've been doing this for a while. So don't get me wrong. I think that that stereotype can hold, like, can hold some water, but I, I don't think that, uh, I don't think it's more over than the, the sarcastic wit. There's, there's something truly, uh, celebratory in my head, uh, and uh, if if I can allow George Carlin to hate me from the grave, uh, a sense of a sense of shared pride that we might be the most sarcastic fucking assholes on the planet as a group, for whatever reason. Um, and I, uh, you know, I appreciate that. I appreciate when I see another and know immediately that I can go up after they fucking crush a set of sarcasm and say, hey. You'll get them next time. That was rough, right? Like, just to be an asshole. And they'll come back at me with, uh, oh, it's nice to meet you again, right? Or just something, uh, you know, slight, just a nice, slight, shitty dap on the dick, right? When you used to play that don't flinch game. Uh, You know, the Irish, we we say don't flinch, but we also give a little tap just to let you know we could could fucking hit you in the dick if we wanted to. Uh, We'd run right afterwards, but we'll fucking do it. So anyways, that's uh that's my weird 
weird ponderings on St. Patrick's Day about the Irish. I think, uh, you know, and maybe maybe next Black History Month I'll uh, I'll just do nothing but black people stuff. Uh, that way I can be fully, uh, fully white liberal racist. Be like, well, let me dedicate this instead of just talking about it whenever I fucking want to. Um, and then Yom Kippur or another Jewish or Hanukkah, I guess I could do for Jewish people. I don't know. You know who's not, who needs to come up? Like my, uh, my wife is Chinese and so is like, you know, half my family now. And, uh, yeah, Chinese people need to get, or maybe Japanese people. I think Japanese get a bad, uh, bad rap for being like weird, but there needs to be like a lot of Japanese comedians. I bet, I bet there's a lot of like Mitch Hedberg type. Cause yeah, like. Anybody from an island's got some weird tick. I just talked about the Irish, sarcastic fucking assholes, right? The British are weird with uh, fucking Monty Python. You know I love them. I bet I bet Japanese stand-up comedians could uh, could really throw some surreal horseshit in there. I've seen a lot of cartoons and weird shit that comes out of Japan. I bet they could have some pretty funny weird shit come out of there. Come on, Japan. Plus, get your own holiday, so that way I can <laughs> tack, tack my <laughs> podcast episodes onto your holiday and try to beat the algorithms, because that's all that matters. Everybody is a sense of zeros and ones. Um, anyways, thanks for listening to my ramblings. I hope you all have a safe and happy St. Patrick's Day, probably being locked up wherever you live, right? I don't get to go to a fucking parade, because everybody's coughing and wheezing and making buying a bunch of fucking toilet paper all i want to do is get whiskey right whiskey kills germs how about i go out just get whiskey drunk puke into a trash can oh just pickle me right i'm just trying to get so goddamn drunk that i'll be pickled somebody could cough it right in my mouth and then spit gum into my asshole and i'll be able to come home fine right why is there gotta be a fucking Anyways, I hope you are safe. How weird would it be if, like, the fucking, I record this, I put it out, and then, like, two weeks later, it's seriously the apocalypse, and I'm so cavalier about all this, and I'm just like, why can't I drink on my special day? Ugh, I'm such an asshole. I'm like, I'm like the, the fucking girl that's like, it's my birthday month. I'm like, well, all right. No, it's not. And also, you're 43. So shut up. Nobody cares. I get it that you're divorced, Pam, but you don't get a month, okay? Anyways, I uh, love you guys. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. And I love you. Bye. Listen, I'm not saying the Irish are good at improv. Spit gum into my asshole. (laughs) 